Let's begin. I missed today's show. What happened? A New Mexico sheriff who's running for mayor of Albuquerque got interrupted while on stage at a campaign event by a flying drone that had a sex toy attached to it. And then uh, later, a man punched him. Oh, my. <laughs> Quite an exciting little event. There's a video going around showing Benalolo County Sheriff Manuel Gonzalez answering questions from the audience while standing on a stage in an event center. And this drone bearing the sex toy starts buzzing near the stage. Uh, a quality, not a quantitative message, okay? Is that a dong on a drone? We have a gentleman over here that's, I guess, trying to be cute. So, if you want to ever come and talk to me as a sheriff, I can tell you that. As a mayor, I can tell you the same thing. After the owner of the event center grabbed the device, 20-year-old Kalen Ashby Dreyer unsuccessfully tried to grab it back. He then punched Gonzalez and was removed from the event by deputies. Sound of him punching Gonzalez may have been enhanced. I couldn't help myself. So yeah, mayoral candidate interrupted by a sex toy and then punched out. Wow. Quite an incident. I don't know where they come up with all of these national days, uh, like these special days you hear about. Like today, for example, you've got your choice. It's National Cheese Day. It's Hug Your Cat Day. But it is also National Donut Day. Mmm, donuts. I believe that is the one that I'm going to celebrate today. I'm going to carve up. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Here's some stats for National Donut Day, by the way. 91% of people say they like or love donuts. How many things can you say that, right? Only 1% of us hate them? It's tough to find that much commonality out there. The average person eats 31 donuts a year. That's like two or three donuts a month. Glazed donuts are our favorite type. The top five are glazed, Boston cream, chocolate frosted, jelly donuts, and chocolate cake donuts. They all sound delicious to me. And how do you spell donut? Our preferred spelling apparently is D-O-N-U-T. There's only one in three people that spell it the other way. I usually do. I'll put the O-U-G-H in there for dough. Donut. And over half of us have bought donuts for coworkers before, and you might be more popular if you do. 51% of us think more highly of people who bring donuts to work. And you could be that person. Again, go to our Facebook page, sign up, and perhaps I'll bring you some Sandy's Donuts a little bit later on for National Donut Day. A celebration. Where did you hear that? I heard it on the radio. And in your opinion, which state totally stinks? And I mean that literally. Which one smells the worst? Probably, tra- you know, in your travels, you probably uh, smelled a few sp- <laughs> smelled a few smells when you're crossing the borders. There, somebody ranked all 50 states by looking at four different categories of stink. They factored in how dirty the air is, how many landfills there are. Dental health is a measure of bad breath and population density in order to estimate how much B.O. you have to deal with. Now, here's the 10 smelliest states in America. I think you're going to be delighted to find out that North Dakota did pretty well. These are the stinky ones starting off here. Maryland, California, Florida, Delaware, Massachusetts, Alabama, New Jersey, New York, obviously where you get a lot of population, Pennsylvania and Mississippi. North and South Dakota tied for the most pleasant smelling states. Yeah, isn't that nice? Followed by Wyoming, Idaho, and Wisconsin. Minnesota's also in that uh, nice meaty curve there of least smelly, so that's nice. Uh, Here's another story, the uh, Karen. The name Karen definitely comes with a stigma now that it's used as a derogatory term, and all the bad press might be driving Karens to extinction, believe it or not. New data from the Social Security Administration shows the name Karen is less popular now than it's been in almost a century. Only 325 babies named Karen were born in the U.S. last year. So it's still... Semi-popular, it's the 831st most popular name for a girl. Last time it ranked that low was 94 years ago in 1927. 
Do you know when the peak was? 1965, when it was the third most popular name for a girl. America got almost 33,000 new Karens that year, so a lot of Karens are in their late 50s right now, and I feel I feel bad for them, because that name has definitely been falling in popularity for a while, even with the whole Karen thing. Before that started, back in 2000, it was the 153rd most popular name. A decade later, it had fallen to 248, and now it's at 831, so it could drop out of the top 1,000 soon. Sorry, Karen. One of the things that I'm glad about the, the pandemic being done is I'm not going to have to play so many board games and card games. I notoriously don't really care for playing games. It's not my thing. And people th- really seem to like to get together and play card games. Have you ever been involved in a fight due to a game? I think it is one of the stupidest things ever because I don't really care if I win or lose. And some people really get competitive. One in five Americans say they have banned a specific board game from their home because things can get too heated. And the game that caused the most fights is, are you ready for it? Monopoly. Why don't we play Monopoly? <laughs> That's it, baby. Welcome to Marvin Gardens. Don't fight. You're cheating. Well, you little... Five most frequently banned games are Monopoly, Uno, Sorry, Scrabble, and Jenga. And here's a few more stats from a new survey on game night competitiveness. One in nine people say that they've actually seen a physical fight break out over over a game before. The most common things that cause board game fights are usually someone quitting because they're losing and accusing someone else of cheating. Who cares, right? 22% of us have banned or stopped inviting a specific person to game night. Talk about being butthurt. Just over one in eight people admit that they're usually the one who causes drama. And 75% of people said they like game nights in general, but 41% 41 specifically said they really enjoy winning. Well, sure, who doesn't like winning? Poll also found that the most popular game categories are board games, card games, dice games like Yahtzee, and party games like charades. Me, I'd rather go to the movies. Stupid! You're so stupid! So I hear the story, and I don't really know if the criminal in the story came up with this dumb idea himself, or maybe his lawyer did, but either way, it didn't work. 43-year-old guy from West Palm Beach, Florida. Florida, once again. P.J. Patterson is going to trial for felony animal cruelty after killing an iguana last year. So iguanas aren't native to Florida, so they're considered an invasive species. And you actually are allowed to kill them, but only if it's done humanely. Well, a security camera got it on video, and he attacked this thing for like 30 minutes. So not humane. For God's sake, what kind of man hits a defenseless animal? Last week, he tried to get the charges dropped by citing Florida's stand-your-ground law that allows deadly force if you think your life is in danger. So ordinarily, the stand-your-ground law would be used when somebody attacks another person, but as lawyer argued that he had a right to stand his ground because the iguana bit him. And because he thought that they had deadly venom. Iguanas don't have deadly venom. Security footage showed the iguana did not bite him until he attacked it, and a judge rejected his stand-your-ground defense last week. He is now facing up to five years in prison. See what you get? Three drug thieves broke into a home and discovered three jars of cocaine, or what they thought was cocaine, so they took it home and snorted the contents. That's when they discovered that the jars were in fact urns, and that they were snorting the remains of the victim's husband and her two dogs. 
<laughs> Gross. Finally, a bank robber fainted in the middle of robbing a bank. It happened in Beaver Creek, Ohio. The teller called 911 and asked for medics, but you've got to apply the stick to of the bank robber. While the ambulance was en route, the suspect handed a note to the teller demanding all of her cash. Real intimidating. And there you go. There's your stupid, stupid criminals in the news on 101.9 Jack FM. And would you look at this? That is so nice. Somebody brought in a big pile of random facts. could possibly make me happier on a Monday than a big stack of random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear. Here we go. Random fact number one. Banana slugs have bigger junk than humans. What? What? Banana slugs are about six to eight inches long, and believe it or not, when one gets engorged, its junk is also six to eight inches long. That's a humdinger. The version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder was kind of a bomb. It cost $3 million to make and only made $4 million at the box office in 1971. <laughs> well, what do you know about that? I'd imagine it made up for that years later. Mussolini didn't actually make Italy's trains run on time, like the legend said. Most of the work on improving the rail system was done before he came to power in 1922. So take that, Mussolini. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, football. There are four NFL teams that have won every Super Bowl they've played in. That would be the Baltimore Ravens and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're both 2-0. and And the New York Jets and New Orleans, New Orleans Saints are 1-0. and Finally, there was a Gene Autry Western in 1935 called The Phantom Empire, where a singing cowboy discovers an underground high-tech civilization with robots under his ranch. Kooky sci-fi from 1935. And there you go. There's your random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Monday.